Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Good evening, everyone. This is Terry from Texas, and I hope this is going to be an interesting show for you tonight. Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. We know that comes from the movie The Wolfman with Lon Chaney Jr. The old gypsy Maleva tells him that he is going to become a werewolf because he had killed the gypsy's son who had been a werewolf but was bitten in the process so he was going to become a werewolf. Where did the werewolf legends come from? Where did they start? How long have they been around? According to some sources, the belief in lycanthropy, which is werewolfism, our writer Petronius from 27 A.D. to 66 A.D. and Gervais of Tilbury from 1150 to 1228. The werewolf is a well-known concept in European folklore and by its very nature was brought to the New World with those people who had grown up with that story. Much of werewolfism is tied to the witch hunts of the Middle Ages, the witch trials. There seems to be a very close tie between witches and werewolves. Perhaps the witch had cursed someone and turned them into a werewolf, and then it perpetuated from there. Middle Europe is not the only place where these stories were found. Uh, the, the Norse people also had legends of werewolves. And of course, this, this, these kinds of stories did travel when people would migrate to a new area. There have been stories of werewolves in the United States. Uh, there have been stories of other wolf man creatures such as the loop guru 
and the Rougarou of Louisiana culture. <clears throat> I, have, I have heard for a long time the use of the word Lugaru in relation to a werewolf. Uh, I believe I saw that on a Saturday morning cartoon, Scooby-Doo, long time ago. And that was one of the, the creatures of the week, was the Lugaru. And in Louisiana, they also pronounce it Rougarou. He's more of a boogeyman at this point. Uh, better be good, be careful, don't be out past dark or the Rougarou will get you. And that's how it seems to move through the culture is as a boogeyman. Elsewhere in the United States, I believe it's up in Wisconsin, we have the Beast of Bray Road which is supposed to be a werewolf-type creature that was seen in the 80s and 90s up there, even confronted and shot by some homeowners during an attack on their house. But before we cover the present, let's go back to the past. There was a story about a werewolf in south-central France, um, known as the Beast of Gévaudan. Uh, which is a province, which is now called Lozère in south-central France, from the years of 1764 to the years of 1767. There was an unknown being, creature, whatever, killed upwards of 80 men, women, and children. And they blamed it on a werewolf. And indeed, there were drawings and depictions of this large, standing upright wolf eating children, killing people, a very human-like body figure. Are there werewolf creatures around the world? Yes, but there are also other were-animals. It rather depends on where you're at. Uh, they, have, they have stories of different animals being were-creatures. In Africa, they have were-hyenas. In India, they have were-tigers. And in South America, they have were-pumas and were-jaguars. In several countries around the world, people who suffer from a, a disease called hypertrichosis, which is where they grow hair all over their bodies. They, they look like wolfman. They look like dog people. Um, such a situation may have given rise to many werewolf legends and may have even caused the death of some of those individuals. Of course, there's no evidence that simply having hypertrichosis, you would be a werewolf. But there have been many reasons people have been called werewolves. Uh, it's said that in Europe, European folklore, you could tell who was a werewolf simply by the way they looked. Um, meeting of the eyebrows at the bridge of the nose, curved fingernails, low-set ears and a swinging stride. Various and sundry methods were used to discover who was a, who was a werewolf and who wasn't a werewolf. The silver bullet killing a werewolf seems to have come from about the early 30s where they started writing stories about um, different werewolf-type things. 
the first werewolf story was not the Wolfman with um, Lon Chaney Jr., but was the Werewolf of London, which came out seven years or so earlier and involved one man being attacked by a werewolf and turning into one himself. Um, of course, Lon Chaney did that in The Wolfman, and it seems like every other werewolf story, maybe with the exception of I Was a Teenage Werewolf with Michael Landon, uh, deals with someone being attacked and changed into one. We only have to look at movies down through the years. Werewolf of London, uh, The Wolfman. Uh, She-Wolf of London was not an evidence of a wolf person, but was more of a psychological thriller where someone tried to make a woman believe she was a werewolf. We have famous movies such as um, American Werewolf in London. We have Wolf. We have different of the underworld movies. Uh, the movie The Howling and its, its uh, sequels had a really weird... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Werewolf at the end of the first movie where the female uh, reporter turns into a werewolf. She looks more like a hyperthyroid Pekingese. But there are all of these different stories, different movies about werewolves and everything. And they've, they've all had to kind of draw on the imaginations of the writers because there really wasn't much writing about werewolves except you know just as historical facts but nothing about killing them nothing about how they lived or died uh, nothing about things like that so a lot of a lot of the history of werewolf stories has come from hollywood has come from writers uh, made up and put together as fiction there was a series back in the early 70s called Kolshak the Night Stalker. I know many of you know of it, many of you watch it. It is on reruns on MeTV and that's not a plug for them. Um, but they just recently ran one called the Spanish Moss Murders and it dealt with a young man who was raised in Louisiana and had heard of this thing called Paramafe and Paramafe to him was a boogeyman. You better act right or Paramafe will get you. You better not be out after midnight. Paramafe will get you. And he was in a sleep study where they were keeping him from dreaming. But in his mind, he created this mythical beast called Paramafe. And it was killing people that had done him wrong. 
which caused me to, to study a little bit more on the, the Louisiana types of, of werewolf and, and boogeyman critters. And the loop guru uh, and the rougarou stood out as similar yet not similar creatures in this wolfman legend. Um, they were both used as as um, boogeyman, just like the Paramafe was. And because much of the Cajun culture of Louisiana is related to France and French Canadians and Acadians, the word Lugaru was used as a werewolf word in France, and it transferred over to Canada. Then it transferred down to Louisiana with the Cajuns and was also used as Rougarou, pretty much the same thing, uh, although in some cases different. Um, the werewolf legend continued and grew because of the French background. So now we come back to the Beast of Bray Road, which is up in Wisconsin. And it's a report of various creatures worked into a, a, a simple one creature. Some of them, some of the witnesses report it as being like a bear. Others report it as being like a gray-haired large dog or wolf. Uh, others have witnessed things that look like Bigfoot, but... The Beast of Bray Road has been witnessed several times, apparently, by the people in the area around a town called Elkhorn. And they have seen it uh, several times, and they've reported it. And many of, the, many of the stories match, some of them don't. But the sightings seem to have dropped after the early 90s, nobody knows why it would have done it. Uh, nobody knows where it could have gone. Uh, could it just be that the hysteria killed itself out? I just don't know. I would like to be able to go up there and check the place out and see what people say about it nowadays. That's 20-odd years later. So now let's go into the Native American legends of the skinwalkers. The skinwalkers have variously been described as men turning into wolves um, and being able to psychically attack people that way, um, scare them to death, you know, just be really bad little boogers. And... While I do not discount the legends of the skinwalkers, I don't know enough about them to be able to say yay or nay. But I do know that they are sometimes related to werewolf-type sightings. I am fascinated by the, the story of the werewolf simply because it's so unusual that they would say that, oh, that man turned into a physical wolf rather than that man behaved like a ravenous wolf. 
they actually put the description of the wolf onto the human instead of just the attributes of a wolf. Uh, like going crazy, tearing things up with his hands, you know, gnashing his teeth. I find it interesting that people would rather say they became rather than they acted like a wolf. Just a, a little side note. Uh, I like to watch werewolf movies for the most part. Some of them I don't. But there was an interesting movie back in 1975 made for ABC's Wide World of Mystery um, called The Werewolf of Woodstock where it wasn't a typical werewolf. He was created by being struck by lightning. And it took place where Woodstock took place up in New York. It was an interesting film. Uh, you ought to try to get a copy of it and just watch it. Don't don't hold out a lot of hope for it. Just watch it. <laughs> um, one of the best werewolf movies, I think, is The Curse of the Werewolf, starring... Oliver Reed as the as the main character. It's a very good um, Spanish retelling. Um, it's set in Spain, rather uh, not Spanish language, but it's set in Spain. It's a very good telling of the of the werewolf story, if you like that. Well, anyway, I've kind of run out of werewolfisms and and uh, lycanthropic jokes and things like that. So I'm going to call it a good night. I'm going to wish you had a have a, a good night after listening to this. Um, if you have stories for me, I would love to hear them. I would love to tell them for you. Uh, you can write to me, send me stories at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. You can go to my Facebook page, Terry's Mysterious Moments, and see my smiling face. Uh, find out some of the things that I would like to talk about on the show. I, I do ask occasionally for story ideas. Um, again, I want to thank uh, Aaron and Britt over at Real Paranormal Activity for opening this show up for me. And I, I appreciate all the work they do. Listen to them. On Monday nights, Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast. It's a wonderful show, a lot of stories, a lot of good stories. Aaron's a good guy. So give him a listen, and uh, thank you for listening to my show. And I'm going to call it a good night. And thank you for listening once again. Bye-bye. Say goodbye. 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.